Hello listeners. Welcome to WWF India's podcast series Panda Speaks. This episode in the series is called The Negotiators for Nature. Before I introduce today's special guests, let me invite Neha who leads the training and content work of the education department of WWF India to give you a little bit of background. Hi Neha, pleasure to have you once again. Please share with our listeners what this podcast episode is all about. Thank you for having me on the show Samarth. Uh so I'll come to the episode a bit later but before that I would like to take an essential detour giving our listeners a little background and context to this episode. So how did it all start? So the leaders and scientists in the decades of 60s and 80s had begun to recognize that earth's biological resources are vital to humanity's economic and social development. As a result of which there has been growing recognition that biological diversity is a global asset of tremendous value not just to the present generations but also to the future generations. So in response to this in November 1988 the United Nations Environment Program which is more popularly called as uh, UNEP convened a working group of experts on biological diversity. The the idea was to explore the need for an international convention on biological diversity. This was followed by multiple meetings among experts to prepare an international legal instrument for the conservation and sustainable use of biological diversity. Finally, inspired by the world community's growing commitment to sustainable development, the Convention on Biological Diversity or more popularly known as CBD was formulated. with 196 countries thus far signing the treaty and india has been a party since 1994 the convention on biological diversity or cbd provides a global legal framework for action on biodiversity it brings together the parties or countries at the conference of parties which meets every 2 years to review the progress in the implementation of the convention to adopt programs and of course provide policy guidance No kidding 196 countries which are so diverse they come together on a common ground and agree to all the proposed actions that's fantastic Indeed Samarth it's a mammoth task but there are guidelines laid out for negotiations and consensus building which leads to all countries agreeing to the targets and actions mandated by the CBD for biodiversity conservation in their respective countries and we at wwf india have created a platform that simulates the cbd corps and provides you know these young students a platform that builds their understanding of the environmental change making processes and advocacy at the national stage it is called mcop the model conference of parties interesting so during these times when schools and colleges are really shut down How do you manage to organize a conference of sorts for school students? Organizing a COP sounds like a massive amount of effort. How did it happen? So, uh, Samarth, we did see it as a huge challenge before we actually did it and realized the potential of of a virtual medium. It certainly has its own limitations, but at the same time, we managed to bring student delegates from every corner of the country, and experts from Canada, Japan, China, and across the country to conduct enriching session for our student delegates. Why don't you tell me how it all started? 
so we often see a lot of buzz in the office around the time cops take place you know anywhere in the world so one of these days it just struck us that you know that we already wish to prepare youth for such platforms quite early on and th these children should be exposed to the idea of advocacy and governance through a model cop as a result on may 22 2020 which is the uh, international day for biological diversity uh, in partnership with moefcc uh, which is the ministry for environment forest and climate change national biodiversity authority of india cbd unep UNDP uh, and IUCNCC WWF India launched the first ever annual model conference of parties also known as MCOP and and that too virtually so the MCOP is basically a simulation of the CBD COP and a chapter exclusively for school children in India like the first year the second edition of the MCOP 2 witnessed representation of student delegates from each of the 28 states and eight union territories of india last year the student delegates participated in the mock processes and functions of international convention and deliberated upon the goals and the underlying national priority areas and this year the new set of delegates came up with the smart action plans based on the targets that were set last year so that's how it worked that sounds quite intellectually stimulating huh? and also very interesting I wish we really had such platforms when we were younger. It is indeed important for young people to understand the nitty-gritties of the governance for protecting our environment and become a negotiator for nature. In fact, we already have two of them with us today, don't we Neha? And it is my absolute pleasure to have the MCOP. So COP is actually Conference of Parties just for everybody's understanding again. Uh, we have MCOP two student delegates with us. Welcome to the show, Shivam and Noor. Can I ask you guys actually to introduce yourselves? How about how about we go with Shivam first? Thanks, Amarth, um, for having me on the show. I am Shivam Mukherjee, studying in class tenth at Amity International School, Pushvihar, Delhi, and I represented my state of Delhi at MCOP two. Thank you, Amarth, for having me on the show. I am Noor Fatima Bishor from Bhavan Sadarsha Vidyalaya, Kakanad, and I represented the state of Kerala at the MCOP too. So, Shivam, let me begin asking you this one question: Why don't you describe your journey and participation at MCOP too, right from day one to its valediction? Well, Samar, uh, it all started one day when I got a call from one of my teachers that my principal, ma'am, had nominated me for this one-of-a-kind conference on biodiversity, and here my journey began. So I passed an interview, and then here I was in this amazing gathering, representing Delhi, surrounded by seventy-two delegates from all over the country. Well, it all uh, started with an insight about MCOP and CBD, as we just heard about them, by Dr. V. B. Mathur, who is the chairperson of the National Di Biodiversity Authority of India. Then we had some encouraging words by Ms. Radhika Suri and Ms. Vishesh Uppal from WWF India. Once I heard all that, I was sure that this is going to be one of the most inspiring and enriching experiences of my life. Then we had this very exciting session with. Mrs. Aparna Mathur, who is a leadership coach, to create smart goals and strategies to keep our commitments. But Samar, do you know the best part? Actually, making action plans on what we learned from that session. 
Well, after that came the best part of MCOP, working in a team. We worked tirelessly, day and night. Noor will agree on this. And working together in such a diverse group and negotiating and building a consensus on the actions made me a more confident version of myself. The early morning meetings, the animated deliberations and the brainstorming, well, surely miss all these experiences. Then came the juries from all around India and they reviewed our plans to make them smarter. And summer then came the grand finale, which was the cherry on the cake. An awe-inspiring experience as experts from all over the world gave us a glimpse into their vast knowledge. As Neha Ma'am just mentioned, experts like Dr. Alexi from IUCN and Dr. Ashok Khosla, the founder of the Development Alternatives, showed us how biodiversity contributes to our life, fueling our very civilization's engines. Ms. Mari Nishimura from UNEP gave us the priceless knowledge of how biodiversity directly affects our economies and even the job opportunities which it opens in the future. And these are just a few to name Samarth. Actually, each plenary of experts was better than the last. And then, finally, getting that opportunity to read out the commitments and action plans as the world was watching us live instilled a sense of pride and zeal in me to actually work tirelessly in order to bring real change. I an extreme honor and gratitude to my respected chairperson, Dr. Mrs. Amita Chauhan, ma'am, my respected principal, ma'am, Amita Mohan, ma'am, and the WWF team for making such a journey possible to me. And these days may have been very few in number, but they had more than a lifetime of knowledge packed right in them. Your confidence is really infectious, Shivam. And thanks a lot for sharing such a fabulous journey with us. Noor, why don't you tell us your key takeaways from MCOP2? Well, Samarth, in my opinion, the MCOP2 provided us with an experience which was distinctive in itself. It built up on the theoretical knowledge which the seminars gave us and moved on to practical information on creating sustainable action plans or, as we call them, smart action plans which are all one-of-a-kind knowledge which the delegates will apply in all spheres of life. And I believe the commitments which we took during the MCOP2, the ones to explore more, to adopt better habits and to renew our current practices to more sustainable ones, they make up the most crucial takeaways from the conference. Furthermore, the interactions we had at the MCOP, be it with my fellow delegates, with the WWF team or the dignitaries we conversed with. I mean, my team stayed up till 1.30 to finalize on our action plans. They all made up an indelible experience which all 72 delegates will carry on with them for all of life. Wow. I kind of am getting a little bit of FOMO, which is fear of missing out, that I did not participate myself in the MCOP2. I don't even know if, I'm, if my age barrier is allowed to really do that. But anyways, one common question to both of you is that, and you may take turns to answer this, has the participation in MCOP really changed your perspective towards nature and the environment? And if yes, how do you plan to contribute towards this? Shivam, why don't you go first? Sure, Samarth. Well, MCOP has been a turning point for me. Well, previously, climate change, habitat destruction, biodiversity depletion were all mere facts for me, mere words, just to abide by. However, in MCOP, 
experts shared perspectives of thought and knowledge, facts, and on-ground realities about things unknown to me. And I understood that no book, no word can actually describe this horrifying reality as species vanish and biodiversity wither. But this conference also gives a ray of hope. Us, we are the solution. And each one of us matter, as even one person's actions can change the world, for the better or worse. We can change the way we treat Earth, but we must do it fast. So the, the WWF team helped us by giving us action plans to work on, to do real change. Now, some of the negotiation, the consensus building was the most beautiful part of MCOP, as 28 states and 8 union territories, all with different climates, different biodiversities and different way of life, all came together, melding not only their words, but thoughts and actions. I feel that any change, big or small, can make a remarkable difference. But sadly, courtesy are actions. Climate change and biodiversity destruction is no longer hysteria, but rather facts. We are sitting on a ticking time bomb of our own making. However, there is still time. Time to shift our focus of our policies from us to the environment. Time to make this planet green again. Time to make this planet livable for the next generation. Well, Summer's MCOP has highlighted one very important fact. That words and speeches are often empty and useless. But what's useful and impactful is action. So on that note, I would like to contribute to nature, firstly, by acting upon all the commitments which we made during MCOP. I would like to try to bring a change in my society's habits by spreading awareness uh, about environment-harming actions and how to avoid them or avert them. I will do all the things necessary to make my household a sustainable one. And finally, the most important, try to spread this message to Generation Z. Because we are the stewards, not the masters of Earth, we have a collective responsibility to care for it and preserve it to the best of our abilities. Noor, can we move on to you quickly? Yeah, okay. For me personally, the most crucial change in my thought process towards the environmental action is the newfound emphasis on action starting from the grassroots level. Because that is one of the things which was stressed upon by all the honorable members of the jury, as well as the dignitaries who interacted with us. Especially with the globalized society which we have right now, we often forget that change doesn't just include eradicating all of industrial pollution or such large-scale large activity, but in fact, includes all kinds of change. From making your own neighborhood sustainable or encouraging your classmates to switch to less polluting stationery. Uh, my actions, which are the commitment took during the MCOP2, and making them into an actual reality shall be one of the primary emphasis in my way of life. The belief that our actions, even the minutest ones, will eventually be the ones leading to a major change is what shall influence my actions forward. I'm personally really impressed by both of you, Shivam and Noor. Thanks a lot for taking this time. Uh, this was an absolutely interesting and informative discussion with Neha, Shivam and Noor, all of all of you. So thanks again. Thanks, thanks for doing this. To know more about MCOP and read the 2020 report, the Delhi Declaration, visit WWF India's One Planet Academy portal. 
a digital resource center from the environmental education here on academy.wwfindia.org backslash mcop backslash. I'm sure after listening to this amazing experiences of Shivam and Noor at the MCOP, a lot of students across the country will aspire to join the model conference of parties next year. If yes, do write to us on edu at wwfindia.net. Until next time, bye-bye.